Welcome back to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. I've had the good fortune of having a number of amazing mentors in my life. These are people to whom I'm forever grateful because they took a genuine interest in me, my growth, and my development. Today's episode is about one of those wonderful people and the lessons he taught me more than 20 years ago about the need to manage stress and the power of forgiveness. They are lessons worth passing forward. Enjoy. I had to have a conversation with a a mentor of mine because uh, I had had used some colorful language to describe how much he wanted to work with a specific department, and uh, and it got back to him, and I was there really hat in hand, just saying I'm I'm so sorry that that I I spoke this way and it was wrong of me. And this man was sitting right next to me, and he reaches across the chair and he puts his hand on my heart and he says, "I know your heart. You don't need to explain any of this. We're good." Oh, what that's a nice. Amazing thing for somebody to do for you. I was being a doofus. I didn't meant no disrespect to him, but I was just talking about how he was so hungry for this other department that he didn't have yet. And he just forgave me and made it clear that we're okay. And that was a that's a lovely gift you can give someone else. Yeah. You know, when you've done a real doofus moment. Yeah. You know, that was that. Well, unless he was saving the uh, comeuppance for later. <laughs> yeah, was a- he? No. Okay, great. And that's a wonderful he's, moment. He's still a wonderful influence in my life. His name is George Maynard the Third, and he is. He, he okay. Real quick story about George Maynard. I was having a really rough morning. G Main. G Main, to the low, and uh, and I am driving to work, and I've got a presentation in the boardroom, and I'm running late. I've got like I'm on Orange Avenue, heading towards RMC, which is not far from RMC, and uh, my car goes. And dies. Now I'm about. Was it a cartoon car? Because it it sounds like (laughs) one of the ones in the old Hanna Barbera cartoons that could talk. I was actually going for that sound, so thank you very much. I appreciate that acknowledgement. So it breaks down. It's a Chevy Celebrity, which I love the car, but it it was not serving me that morning. And now I've got to take my presentation materials. This is the day when we're using slide projectors, right? Sure. So I've got a slide projector case. And I got my slides and I got my briefcase and I'm sweating and I'm starting to walk the mile to RMC now. And I've got 10 minutes to get in, set up and start my presentation to the whole leadership team. And I am stressing. Pre-cell phone. You can't call oh, yeah. in and say, hey, I'm running late. Nope. I'm hiking and and car pulls up beside me. And I'm like, someone's going to hassle me now. And I look over and it's George Maynard, the, the vice third. president of our foundation, the third. And he looks and he says, hey, buddy, you need a ride? And I'm like, oh, you are an angel. And I climb in the car, and in the three-minute ride to the hospital, he says to me, you seem to be stressing out about things that you don't need to stress out about. I'm going to help you with that. My friend Stephen Covey taught me that there are two circles in our lives. There's our circle of influence, and there's our circle of concern. The circle of influence is smaller and sits inside the circle of concern. The problem is we look at our circle of concern, and we get all stressed out when all we can deal with is our circle of influence. So I'm going to just advise you, stay in your circle of influence. Hmm. You'll be better off for it. Hey, go have a great presentation. <laughs> I had a great presentation. And I remember that lesson, you know, these, what, 30 years after it happened, yeah. to, to know, one, when someone helps you uh, and just really shows up when you need somebody and then offers you something more than you were expecting to be helped with that can help you later on. It's like, that's why he will always be kind of this little angel in my life. He doesn't have to do another thing in my life. I've not seen him in person in 22 years. 
Uh, and yet I'll always think of him as the angel that showed up and saved me that day. So do you feel like he's the good angel on your shoulder? Yeah, he is yeah. actually. I'm Who's trying to the think of bad one. <laughs> Can it be me? You know, it could be now. Because you, you, you guys are a perfect yin and yang too, because he's clean shaven, white, white mane of hair, right? Yeah. And you've got the beard and the black and you'd be perfect devil for me. Yes. Perfect. You may be the devil on my shoulder. I would I would love to offer that as a service to anyone. Okay. I will be the devil on your shoulder. I promise not to uh, suggest or influence you in anything too. What's the word I'm looking for? Evil? Deadly? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. I'm not sure what the going rate on shoulder devil is these days, but if you need one, let me know. We can work something out. I'd actually be terrible at it, to be honest with you. It wouldn't be dangerous or deadly things I'd be pushing you to do. It would just be stuff a little bit out of your comfort zone. And that I will do for free anytime you need. Have a great day.